All right, welcome everybody. It is February 1st, which means it's the day before Groundhog Day. Woo! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the extra enthusiastic, enthusiastic voice on our pod today. Recurring guest. Recurring guest, Jackson Payne. Welcome, Jackson. Yeah, How are you? universe legend. It's, it's good to be here in person, you know? Yeah. The, the Zoom, Zoom, Zoom's lame. This is where it's at. You it know, is. and then we'll have Grant from campus coming in later. The go, and, go and, from campus. In dramatic fashion, almost like, I want to say it was 1995, 1996, when Shaq, when he was on the Magic, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He pulled up like mid game. He pulls up like mid game in that dramatic fashion. Equivalent. That is Grant Nielsen. It's Bob, Bob Costas is like, what do we have here? Bob Costas and everybody foaming at the mouth. The all that drama. We're gonna have stuff. to ask. It, it was him with the with the notification comment, right? Who as in Grant? Yeah. Yes, he, and he also yes, he was the guy that was. He's been going. Barstool, you. He's been getting famous due to recent BYU basketball games, which we'll 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 talk we'll, about we'll talk, later. We'll, we'll cover that with him. There's not much to talk about there, other than he's a Barstool sports celebrity. He is, he is a Barstool sports celebrity. Barstool athlete. So, yeah. Uh, we and Barstool fan. you know, I I, I I applied to be a Barstool athlete when they like first started it. You guys remember that? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. When like NIL first happened. There was like a Google form you could fill out to be a barstool athlete, and I was like, "I'll give it a shot." So I put it in, and like it, basically like everything I put in matched up like with what they were asking. So at no point could it like by my answers could it figure out that I was not actually a college athlete. <laughs> <laughs> so then finally, like it asked my sport, so I put like journalism, and I uploaded a picture of me. You needed like a picture of you and your sport. There's like a picture of me on the sidelines at the game, and they emailed back, and they're like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, I was so sad. I wanted to get like some merch, like pull up to like a BYU game and like a barstool quarter zip." Oh like, yeah, I think the funniest thing about that is that they had a Google form. Like you don't you don't see like big media corporations. I guess they're not a corporation, but big time media companies being like, "Fill out this Google form." That's what I would do for a class. Hey, here. barstools, uh, barstools for the people, you know. The commoners. Uh, the commoners. They're, they're not in that Qualtrics thing. Sorry, Ryan Smith, but our good our good friend Ryan Smith. Should I add? Not not to add any more clout, but yes, but yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think um, I think journalism should be a sport, though. That's what I'm saying. I got varsity letters for it in high school, straight up. Wow! Every, like... <laughs> every every two years of journalism you do in high school at my school, you get a varsity letter. So Dang. I pulled up with two varsity letters. <laughs> It's uh, the most embarrassing thing about me. I don't even know if our school had journalism. Like there was the we had an online school newspaper that was probably as close as it got. But yeah. but anyway, on to newer and better things. Uh, stay tuned as we have some special guests coming up within these next few shows. Um, yeah, no, we'll just we'll just leave it there. Yeah. Um, potentially some. Big time people, potentially some. Potentially related to an athlete who retired today. Yeah. Speaking speaking of big days today, not only did Tom Brady retire, but today was the 15th anniversary. 15 years ago today, Finish and Ferg debuted it on Disney Channel. So kind of kind of a big and, day. And, and NBA Youngboy is getting baptized into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. NBA Youngboy. Let's <laughs> go around. 
ये यंग बॉय वो आई नीड फेरी वॉप नेक्स्ट फेरी वॉप नेक्स्ट या टाइम um he should be i got a glock in my rory we should i was going to say what's the closest date related to 1738 it would probably just have to be a time i think it's just summer 2015 i mean the, the stranglehold that yeah. that fedwap had on society in summer of 15 is really just, dead it was like 96 bulls of music 96 bulls serena williams the new york yankees you mean the 96 bulls Fetty of motab with fedy wap and nba young boy uh, but anyways you talk about sports now yeah we'll like, we'll get more to sports so <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. our pop culture stuff out the yeah, way yeah, so bro, nba young boys getting baptized you can't, you can't talk about sports after that <laughs> that's true that's straight up like <laughs> one of the most bizarre lds plot lines it really it is whoever's writing the script has like the most wicked sense of humor <laughs> well, especially cuz cuz the nfl uh, if you've heard That's it's rigged, thing. yeah. It is rigged. <laughs> okay, real quick before before we go into sports, like NBA young boy, like I feel like just like he's he has enough like meme value. It's just like an obscure enough guy, like especially just like yeah, yeah. what he makes. It's not like Kanye. Or no, something. no, it's not like oh. Kanye. It's like when when you hear NBA young boy is getting baptized, like that's hilarious because yes. it's NBA young boy. If it was like Drake or Kanye, like. That would just be like wild, yeah. but like it wouldn't be funny. Yeah. Yes. This so is genuinely hilarious. Yeah. Genuinely hilarious. But so, Fetty Wap's in that same category. Fetty Wap would also be in that same category. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah maybe, uh, a little. I'm trying bit. to figure out who'd be funnier. But my thing is like, who who would be the funniest person to join the church? Like NBA Young Boys up there. Like this is like this is legitimately hilarious. But like, who else would be up there on that tier? Um, my 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 first my first thought is like Bobby Schmurda. Even though I'm not sure if like. <laughs> Uh, I'm not well, sure. Not if even just rap though. Just like he's he's any, certainly in that category of rappers yeah. too. Where it would be. Yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. But okay, yeah. if we're going, just like I, I just think any rappers would be hilarious because. Yeah. Um, um, trying to think of athletes, some funny athletes. like like Bronk would be pretty good. <laughs> Pat Bev would be funny. Pat Bev oh, would be great. That, that, I don't know why Pat Bev came to mind. Um, well, you said Bobby Schmurda. I was thinking Bobby Portis. <laughs> that would be funny. Bobby Portis getting that would be too. So funny. Just, yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, I guess you know you know would be hilarious if he got baptized. Derek Rose. That would just be like that would be just, just random. the most wild Mormon message of all time. Just imagine <laughs> like you know when you're on your mission, you always watch like the Tyler Hawes Mormon message because yeah. it's all the BYU basketball highlights. Imagine that, but it's just Derek Rose MVP <laughs> season highlights, and then it just like. Fades to black and it shows him in like all white coming up from <laughs> under the water, just like dang. Derek just, Rose. just talking about how he hit like a really dark point when, when he tore his ACL and <laughs> dude, that that's a good topic John for Wall. a debate. John Wall is up there. John Wall be pretty good. I mean, legend. I I think speaking of retirement and I think Tom Brady would be quite the, I would be quite the story. I think it might be to your point with Drake and yeah. um. Another high-profile person. I, f- I feel like like Stetson Bennett getting baptized, <laughs> like relevant enough, but like not someone to be taken seriously, especially yeah. after what happened last week. <laughs> Or like, uh, what was I gonna say? You know, you you know, it'd be really funny if you joined the church of Zach Wilson. That well, I think I think he is a member technically. He, he is, yeah. He so is. Uh, just, not a, just not families that do not contact perfect. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This I, got, is, I got the the area tools. Uh, this is a uh, shout out to Salt Lake City South Mission. Yeah, not only, <laughs> not only Jackson Payne here 
like the rest of us, are returned missionaries. Uh, he served in Argentina as well as Salt Lake City. So um, he, he does have but some But is Lionel Messi do not contact? That's the real question. Oh, no, no, no. My man, my man rocks with the Moes. You know, okay, right? good. <laughs> That's what we like to Los, Los, Los Mormones. Los Moes, we Los, should say. Los Moes. Los Moes. But... Um, all right, well, we'll ponder on that question. We'll maybe ask our viewers. Uh, shout out again, Brussels, Belgium is one of our top hot spots. They're just our for, day one. They, they've been our day one. Let's give one more round of applause. Um, we have now officially reached over 30 countries that we are listening in. So shout out those who are learning English. 30 countries. Yeah. <laughs> I love shout that. Out. The world is our campus. <laughs> uh, we, we are becoming big. And so thank you. I love you. that we're just taking victory laps instead of actually just talking about sports. As we should, dude. This, this is, is just a like special promotional material. Yeah, this it really is. I mean, there's just so much to talk it's about. It's like the Riddler in uh, the new Batman movie. He's like, guys, thank you so much for 500 followers. <laughs> Bring your shotguns and rifles and we'll just overthrow Gotham. Not, not, not to spoil anything. But, oh, it's been a year. But, I haven't seen it by now. But he also has... A, that part was so funny. That's the last thing I'll say, and then we'll move on to actual sports. <laughs> the part when the Riddler has selfies of himself with Polaroids, and it's just like him smiling, just like <laughs> on his like fridge or something. Dude, Riddler's it's feeling like, himself. Bro. Dude, the Riddler's hilarious. But have you seen that meme? And it's the actor of the Riddler. He's at like the Nets game, and he's looking like kind of weird. And someone was like. This guy was the perfect choice to, like, perfect casting for the Riddler. Like, you know this dude wants to ask you a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> dude, no, they did cast him perfectly, but I did not see that. I'll have to. Solid, solid film. Solid uh, yeah, I'll have to Anywho. look into that. But uh, let's talk a little bit NFL, then we'll talk a little college ball. Hopefully Shaquille O'Neal or uh, Grant will have come From in. From campus. And then, dude, we're, we're just we're just stalling for him. That's all, yeah, that's yeah. all this is. But, um but yeah, let, let's hop into it. Uh, again, Jackson Payne, he's our Taylor Heineke expert as well. And Commander's guy. Ugh. Commander's expert. Commander's like that. diehard here. Command so, let's talk a little NFC Championship. So we have 49ers Eagles. So that's a division rival um, in the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, ben, uh, I know you're a Lions guy, so you're pretty familiar with the NFC, but... Um, not quite the game we were wanting or expecting, was no. it? No, no, that was a bummer. No, I <laughs> think we we both picked a close game between the two. I had the Niners winning. I had the Niners winning as well. I can't pick Philly, man. I mean, yeah, just... and then he had he had Philly, but close. I I did have Philly close just for the home field advantage. I took both home teams in our picks last time. Worked out. But, but you know, obviously the game's different. Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt early on. And I think it came out today that Brock Purdy is probably going to be out for a whole year. So it's probably missing next season as well, which is a real bummer. Um, yeah, Tommy John. Tommy John like. on that play. Yeah. Which is Yeah. I heard it, I heard it was nine months. And the Tommy John, like you can come back faster from Tommy John as a quarterback. If, if you're not a pitcher. pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, pitching is like what really puts you out. So like there's a chance he could come back next year. The problem with the, the Niners though is now like, Obviously, they said today Garoppolo's not coming back. Yeah. Trey Lance, like, will he be the same player that we don't even know who Trey Lance is because Trey Lance has, like, two minutes worth of film lifetime. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> I mean... Because no like, one knew him in college either. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't, like, play. Really. If you're the Niners, I, I just, just wildcat McCaffrey for a season. Yeah. So, like, 
Might be your best bet. Put yeah. Fred Warner back there. Golly. And that's what stinks about, like, I think Tom Brady retiring is bad news for them because I feel like him on a one-year deal, go just send him off on a one-year deal, I feel like that might have been, like, the best scenario for them. I don't know. But, like, I, I kind of have the feeling that their quarterback for next year – because, like, I think Brock Purdy was was establishing himself sort of as, like, the guy at least for next year. But if he's hurt – and like, but like he wasn't solidified as the guy enough to get hurt and miss half of next season to not get some money. If that uh, makes sense, like I feel like they got to get some sort of outsider who's better than Josh Johnson. Josh NFL, journey, NFL journeyman legend. It's insane. It's insane to me that Josh Johnson's played for probably like eighty percent of the league. Yet yeah, he, he like never played for the. Snap. He never played for the Eagles. He never played. For the, yeah. So it somehow was not a revenge game. Yeah. But he also cannot catch a snap, so that's no. uh, or it seems throw to be the one, of the, one of the things that you need to do as an NFL quarterback. It feels like that might be necessary. Yeah, not only catch the snap, but be able to throw probably more than like five yards. Bad things yeah. happen when you have trouble with the snap. Just yeah. ask Michigan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, or ask Michigan State. Might be better just so the Michigan fans just not hurt you by any means but oh um, you're grieving Tom Brady retired early in my day. oh yeah know. there's yeah it's probably not good to be a Michigan fan <laughs> at this moment and you have to live in Michigan bro you have to live in I like, know yeah who would want to live in Michigan drink that flip Michigan water <laughs> alright hold on can we just I, I have to bring this up real quick we're going we're going to reach outside the sports spectrum again our high school located in the Richmond, Virginia metropolitan area. You got a Midlow or Midlow, yeah, Midlothian High School. Um, for years, like years, had this is not an exaggeration. Twenty-seven times the legal amount of lead in the water fountains, and it was not. Hold up! Hold up! How are you alive? Yeah. I, that, that is a great question. That is an awesome question. That's admission prep right there. That, <laughs> that's part of the safety zone, actually. Yes. There was there was one water fountain that had 27 times the legal amount of lead yeah. that should be in drinking water. And so, um, Flint, Michigan, we feel you. We're sorry for you. That's probably why we are the way that we are. Just weird. Just weird people because our brains are messed up. So... But yes, get back to Michigan. So, so Brock Purdy. Back, back to Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think transition. Yeah, I was really hoping because I was really hoping for a great game because the divisional round was so great. Oh yeah. Um, most of the games, if not all of them, were just down to the wire. The divisional round, or my. I think I, I I thought the impression we all had was they all sucked. Or am I thinking wild card? I think I you're thinking wild card. card. Well, well, the thing, look, the thing is, the NBA playoffs are there's, just like there's this like grandeur of of the NFL NFL playoffs. I mean, like last season's playoffs were phenomenal. This year, like there's been some great moments too. And when you have like the four teams that you have, like they're like the Eagles were the juggernaut of the league all year. Yeah. The, the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. Joe Burrow is like the coolest, cockiest dude on the planet. The Niners play like the most aggressive smash mouth football, and then Patrick Mahomes is literally a wizard. Like those are yeah, four yeah. amazing storylines, four great teams. So when you put those all together, like it's supposed to be something just like on otherworldly, essentially. Uh, like magical. It should be like for example, when the when the Rams played the the Patriots in the Super Bowl and it was like the final score was like 10-3, 13-3, those yeah. were two like ridiculous offenses. 
that should have been like the greatest game ever played. And instead it was kind of a dud. That was kind of the vibe I had over conference championship weekend, at least from the NFC side. Like yeah. uh, I'm talking about Brock Purdy, like he yeah. went, he went down early and I, I feel like when you're down four quarterbacks as an NFL <laughs> team, just like, it's just do. not your year, you know, I don't yeah, care yeah. how good your team is. Like they have the best weapons maybe ever. They yeah. have one of the best offensive lines in the league. They great have a defense. phenomenal defense. They have a great coaching staff. And if if you have to go wildcat Christian McCaffrey, you're not going to win. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You need a quarterback to win in this league. And if you got to that point in the NFC Championship game, it's like, bravo. You know, hats off oh, to yeah. you that you could pull that. Viking fraud watch, you know? So yes. Similar vibes. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, yeah. but, and so I'm curious to see how Philly will go up against the Chiefs basically having not having a paved a golden paved path to the Super Bowl. They but, also created some of that like I mean they just went out and steamrolled a healthy Giants team. Yeah, but the Giants you know, weren't very good. No. They're like the but, okay, I'm I do think the Eagles but if you're a very good team, you beat a not very good Giants team by well, third, yeah. you know. Plus I mean look, like I'm I'm biased. I think the Commanders are better than the Giants. It didn't show when they I played so each other head to head, but like yeah. The Commanders were more deserved. Like, obviously, their record wasn't as good enough to make the playoffs, but, like, the Commanders are better than the Giants. I agree. I think the Giants... The, the Giants, Giants have a better coach. Out. Oh, yeah. They're just, more, they're, just more, they're just stable right now, yeah. and I think that's the difference. Yeah. Like, Stability goes along. I mean, look at the, the Jaguars. The Jaguars aren't that great. It's just, no, they're they not stable. They're stable, and they have a franchise quarterback, and either one of those things can get, take yeah. you... So, like, the Niners, for example. The Niners, like... There were seven teams that won 11 games this year, and their quarterbacks were like Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, uh, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, and then the 49ers. And the common denominator here is that they're like franchise quarterbacks, but then you got the 49ers who just have like the most stable system possible that they threw as many quarterbacks as they did under center, and they still won 11 games. Obviously, it didn't really – when Brock Purdy got hurt, that was going to be the nail in the coffin, but Brock Purdy – could have won a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. I think he very well, like, I think... They could have won that game if he was still there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, was, I mean, Bengals-Niners, I think, was the America's pick for Super Bowl. Brock Purdy versus so Joe too. Burrow. What a, what a matchup. Like, yeah. But Eagles, I just, I don't, I don't like watching the Eagles. It's just not as, uh... There he is. Grant from campus in the house. Also recurring guest. Shaquille O'Neal. Sorry I'm late, y'all. I'm sure you've already dropped all the hot takes, so I'll see if there's anything We actually have talked to very little sports in the last We've been talking about NBA Youngboy joining the church. And, oh, uh, I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, Flint, Michigan water. It's, uh, it's yeah. been a, and it's yeah. a while about did they, did they fix it? Or? <laughs> no. <I'm> just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know. How did that come up? This has been an issue for like years. I don't know why I'm bringing it up now. If nothing I, I don't know why it was brought up. <laughs> it's just not fixed. <laughs> no, it was brought up because we were talking about uh, how Josh Johnson could not catch any snaps. And then it was brought up that, oh, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you need to catch snaps to win football games as Michigan. It's like uh, they had trouble with the snaps. And then we started the snap. And then we started going off on Michigan. Gotcha. Uh, honestly, mid- Michigan is catching the fattest strays in this podcast for no really reason. We've got a Lions fan here. This yeah. is unacceptable. See, the Lions are good because I was just about to mention you were talking about stability, and I was talking about how like the Giants and Jaguars haven't had that. That's what Jackson was mentioning. 
was going to mention the Lions feel like they have that. I'm, I'm not I've, – I've been a Lions fan long enough to not make a declaration that they are stable, but I'm 99.9% sure they are now stable. It's Dan Campbell. Yeah, it is Dan Campbell. Just he, – he screams Lots stability, I guess. He, he would <laughs> scream stability. He would too. scream, yeah. Oh. Anyway, Eagles 49ers. <laughs> yeah, any, any final thoughts? There just isn't much to talk about in yeah. regards to that specific Grant, game. Grant, do you have any major takeaways? We're, just, we're finishing up on uh, 49ers-Eagles. And then we're going to talk about Chiefs. And we're going to move on to AFC. Anything off the top of your head? Only thing I think is, you know, Niners played great. They pushed all their chips in to get CMC and... It kind of paid off, right? Obviously, you'd want to win two more games, but good for the Niners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's what we're talking about. Is just despite the circumstances, like I mean, it, it was just the quarterback Purdy getting injured changed changed the game. Yeah, literally. and their two other quarterbacks also getting injured, <laughs> and then that having to rely on Josh Johnson, and then, and then him getting injured. <laughs> Fun but. fact: Here's a trivia question: Where did Josh Johnson play college football? No. no, this is like this is actually absurd. I want to say, I felt like I looked this up. I want to say like Texas Tech. Nope, Maybe. probably probably not P five. Josh no, Johnson, Memphis, Memphis, right? Nope. Josh Johnson played at WCC school San Diego. Yeah. What? Oh, he's a Torero. That's right. They have a football team. I did not know. Now that. the WCC doesn't have football, but like I think, like obviously BYU does. Yeah. Uh, San Diego does too, and they're like FCS or like gotcha. something like just kind of like what's the word? Are they like Villanova? Low key, yeah. They're, yeah. It's like Villanova. It's, it's Villanova. It's exactly. like they have a football team, but you just never know about. Yeah. It. Well, yeah. Josh Johnson's their uh, proudest alum. That's insane. <laughs> wow. Josh Johnson won a game for the Redskins in 2018, my freshman year. Beat the Jaguars. It was I remember that. amazing. I remember that. That's that's quite the feat. Wait, in 2018. Oh wait, I'm thinking. When did the Jags go to the AFC Championship? It was the year after. So year like, after. Okay. Bortles, Bortled. Oh man, I was so mad. That's like honestly, Tom Brady's legacy to me is he kept us from a Blake Bortles Nick Foles Super Bowl, <laughs> which is like the the greatest possible <laughs> matchup ever. Yes, that that would have been absolutely great, but. Uh, speaking of of Super Bowl matchups, right, so we got Jalen Hurts, and now we got what could have been Joe Burrow, but Patty Mahomes and company, and the Chiefs, and Andy Reid, and Jackson Mahomes. So I feel like we should thank him. Why are, why are we throwing him into this? Because <laughs> Ruins a good name. Oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the Chiefs are moving on. A tight game. Uh, Jackson and Grant, let's let's hear your all's thoughts on the, that Bengals-Chiefs game. Yeah, I'll start. Bengals fans are going to say, man, the refs. And I'm not a Bengals fan. And I'll say, yeah, man, what the heck with the refs, you know. They they got some unfavorable whistles. I've never wanted to say, oh, there's, there's something going on. There's a script that's funny. But, you know, the refs get paid to yeah. ref the game. And, Chiefs played better. Where it really comes down to is, you know, they 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 sold it as a quarterback matchup. And if you're looking at it in hindsight as a quarterback matchup, Pat played way better than Joe Burrow. I don't have Stalin in front of me, but just it was not great. Um, and then thinking that Pat did all that, you know, on a bum ankle. Hopefully he gets that taped up or cortisoned up or however. You couldn't tell. However they they deal with it these days. Um, 
daddy on my ankle. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, just... sir, those are called painkillers. <laughs> um, gonna need a lot of those. But just play better. Just, just so you know, Joe Burrow was twenty six to forty one, two hundred seventy yards, one touchdown, two, two interceptions. So that, now the second pick he threw was not a bad ball. I yeah. didn't think that was a good throw. Yeah, that was like a punt. Yeah, yeah Look, right. I'm, a, I'm a huge Joe Burrow student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's when I have counted that against him. That no, no, no. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes similarly was 29 of 43. I don't think Tyreek Hill feels this year. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I, he had a good year. He's in Miami. But... He, you see him on YouTube all the time, like walking to the beach and interviewing. Yeah. But I think he's happy. I think it's sort of a, a win-win. He proved he could be. That he's valuable, but the Chiefs are also like, we don't really need you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the Patrick Ewing thing, like, your superstar leaves and you get better, you know? Yeah, you yeah, hear yeah. That? Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. they already have Kelsey, they have uh, Mahomes, like, they have superstars, but, like, yeah. for a long time, the like, a criticism of Mahomes is, like, how good would he be without Tyreek? Yeah. Which yeah. is just absolutely laughable to think about now. <laughs> but, yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, for me, the, the, the unsung hero of the game, well, not unsung, but, like, the reason why the Chiefs won was because of their defense. And that's, like, when, when, when the Bengals have played the Chiefs, Burrow is obviously undefeated against the, the Chiefs up to that point. Um, he had just torched their defense. And I read something that, like, when the Chiefs played the Bengals, like, week 13, I think it was, they purposely, like, held a lot back mm-hmm. so as not to, like, tip their hand. Yeah. To what they were going to do because they knew they were going to see it in the playoffs, which is honestly genius. Like, yeah, it's genius. DeMar Hamlin kind of did the same thing when the Bills played the, the Bengals. He but, did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, anyway. Uh, that didn't work well, out for the Bills. Just or... a little out of pocket there. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. But we're, like, glad Dick, we're glad he's okay. Well, yeah, if, he's, if he's really alive. I'm just kidding. We're not going there. We're not going there. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I went, I went to Alex Jones, uh, zero to Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of Jones, speaking of Jones, Chris, Chris Jones. Jones. Yeah, and that's great. Like, yeah. the, like the, the Chiefs defense just was like wrecking havoc, bro. Like, bro was under, like, they're off. The Bengals O line is terrible. It has been since last year. Like, they didn't really fix it this year. And then they all got hurt. And they all got hurt. And like, yeah. Burrow, just every time he dropped back, he was going to die. It's honestly insane that he completed 26 passes. Yeah, and he was able to throw downfield as much as he did because, like, the the, the Chiefs' defense has not been very good this year, and they're yeah. historically not very good. I, I think the first year with Mahomes, they were the number one offense and the thirty first defense. Like, something crazy. And like last that. year they were similar. People forget, like, in the regular season last year, like their defense was laughably horrible. Well, they don't, their, their pass rush isn't very good, but and so when yeah. Chris Jones pops off and does what he's like a D tackle, isn't he? Like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you, when you can generate pressure without blitzing, usually that's going to come from like your interior defensive line. Like that's why the Commanders' defense has been so good this year, because like Deron Payne and John Allen like generate so much pressure up the middle, and you're not sending pressure, so like you're yeah. either forcing takeaways or just like I, it, I mean, defensive tackles like the most undervalued position. We, we as BYU fans aren't. Accustomed we, we're not to accustomed watching, to that. Uh, we were, we're with to attempting to do that <laughs> with our JUCO level defense. I will. Line. I will say that I was on a not not to flex the uh, the job, but I was in the I was I was in the press conference today for signing day with like Kalani, Jay Hill, Coach right. Roderick, like, and dude, listening to Jay Hill talk just like. Makes me feel things, bro. Like that guy is just like, 
I just, I just, I'm like, as he talks, like, I can, like, I have, like, a vision of the spirit of, like, Engage 8 happening on my screen. Like, <laughs> that's beautiful. I just, like, I also feel like, th- then we can get back to Chiefs. Yeah. But... And, and, well, I, I... Actually, we, well, we can come back to this. We'll come back to it. Okay. It's gonna, it's gonna be yeah, brought yeah. up here pretty soon. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just wanted to, um... For Grant's sake, and I, you probably have the numbers up now, but Mahomes is 29-43, 326 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. His rating was much better, to your point, than Joe Burrow's. So. Yeah. I just I think it came down to the, like, both defenses are good between the Bengals and Chiefs, um, but <laughs> that the Chiefs' defense really stepped up, specifically having stars on the defense. And so. Eli Apple sucks. <laughs> Cancun on three. <laughs> Dude, wait! I was in so I was in classes today. I sit next to Keaton Slovis, one of my classes. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about the games, and he's like, "Dude, Eli Apple sucks." Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we know. Out of you know Slovis hates Eli Apple. <laughs> it was it was, no. it was so funny. Wait, shout out to our buddies as well who had the intramural basketball game on Saturday, and they and they literally saw Isaac Rex and Keaton Slovis pull up. To play, to play for the against them, team. to the opposing team, but Isaac Rex and Keaton Slovis could not play because they did not sign up in time. So. <laughs> oh my and they quote, "We ended up thirty piecing them." So maybe so that's the discussion. Like, not who's the Russ? Who was it? Uh, it was it's, Andy it's, Rice, right? Yeah, no. Shout out to our buddies, uh, Andy Lamson, uh, Clay Huber. Um, Obs, Warren, some um, ballers. They, they, bro, is Isaac Rex gonna have another Kurt. like knee injury playing intramural <laughs> basketball? The real, the real question is who, who, who's not, gonna injure Keaton Slovis? Who, who not, no, no, who not being there mattered more? Was Brock Purdy's absence from the 49ers more impactful, or Isaac Rex and Keaton Slovis? We'll have to discuss that uh, with Clay on a, on a separate... Yeah, we'll do separate. that on the Intramural Basketball Podcast. Yeah, in the, in real, <laughs> the BYU Basketball Intramural yeah, Podcast, imagine. which is yeah. funny. You know, those uh, guys you are really... Bas- you mean our basketball team? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we had a nice 12-point win on Saturday, so... Guys. We're, we're, we're glad. We're glad. It's what happens when you have substitutes, but... Uh, yeah, I think there's not much to be said other than... Going back to Bengals Chiefs, um, I don't think it's not much to be said that hasn't already been said. Um, I I don't get though. I know the refs were at some points favoring the Chiefs. That late hit was not. Um, that was a clear. It was the right call. It yeah. was the right call. It's weak. Yeah. Any ref right would have made it. It was the right. Call. Yeah, but you know, there's some misholds. on that final drive. That I wasn't crazy about the uh, intentional grounding on Burrow. For that one, like, oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, look, yeah, I, I get why they called it, but it's one of those things that, like, you very easily could have not called it as well. Like, yeah. yes, I don't know. I, I agree that it was kind of like my first instinct, though, was, oh, that's intentional grounding, and but I was like, will they call it? Um, and, and they did, and it's unfortunate, but uh, let's see. Oh, sorry, you gotta excuse us, we got the Tennessee Florida basketball game on. And- Oh, don't don't worry. Our uh, listeners are very used to us like watching <coughs> games as we pod and us reacting to certain plays that happen. How else would, uh, They're kind how of else, watching it with us. Okay. How else would Russell's Belgium get its ACC basketball fix? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Shout out to the, the homies in Europe. Yeah, yeah sorry. Is that, for, a B, is that the end of a BYU volleyball set? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. Did, did Florida so, steal that from us? Point being, <laughs> she shot a half-court shot in and out. It almost went in. Yes. Yeah. Stood um, my feet. Yes. Yeah, no, we are, Grant, you missed this announcement. We are on in 30-plus countries now. And Brussels, Belgium is our number one. They've <laughs> always, they, they, they've but, always been. And they, and they always have. Who in Belgium is like popping this off? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Please, we are begging you to come out. yourself. No, <laughs> up on the pod. You'd probably uh, be a better guest than me. No, it's, no, that would not be true. But we'd love to have Grant from campus. We would love to <laughs> Such have. A great tech. Uh, what's the what's the stereotypical Dutch name? Like Johan. Johan. Uh, I don't know. I don't know Dutch names. Um, anyway, let's let's move on. Vincent Van Gogh. There's your Dutch name. Yeah. <laughs> should, should we go to Yeah. Let's move on. We'll we'll do a Super Bowl prediction later on. But I think the main the main story why we have um, what I'll call the 1992 uh, dream team assembled here today um, <laughs> is uh, yesterday. BYU, as well as the rest of the Big 12, had their Big 12 football schedules released. And along with the Jay Hill excitement, I could not be more pumped yeah, for well, this upcoming year. Yeah. We've been waiting on this for a long, long time, right? Ever since we were in the Mountain West, switched to Independence. You know, about two years ago, we found out that we were coming here. And this is a big, big step into, you know, cementing that, hey, we are in the Big 12. We belong. We belong. You know, maybe now when people start doing a Google search, it'll come up, right? We got to finish this big year of basketball in the WCC, but football, we're, we're there. And, and honestly, it's just nice. It feels cool. I was on Twitter, and um, a lot of my, my favorite follows for Texas. I don't like Texas, but I like following some of their guys in Oklahoma State and I'm sure all the other, other teams. Texas guys are fun to, to keep track of. They are fun, all. for sure. Horns down. Horns down, baby. But they were just asking, like, hey, who are the BYU guys to follow? And I, I'm sure you guys saw it, too. But there was a, a Photoshop of the Oklahoma State mascot, like, having shot and holding up a cougar yeah. as a prize. And, boom, now we're playing them on Rivalry Week. Like, I yeah. love that. It's exciting. Yeah. It feels great. It, 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 it feels, like, validated. Like, I, I feel validated as a BYU fan. Like, hey, we're legit, man. Like, yeah. You we're know, in the mix. It's 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 always been frustrating to me to see teams that are, are that are in Power Five conferences that have always milked being Power Five conferences. Mm-hmm. For example, Vanderbilt, Boston <laughs> Rutgers. College, Rutgers. Rutgers. I will say at least their basketball programs becoming more we're making some tournaments. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they're pretty. I love watching <laughs> Rutgers basketball. But they, yeah. they beat Purdue. They, 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 beat they Purdue. did beat Purdue. Um, but. You know, I would say Wake Forest, but at least they've emerged at least somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. But Georgia Tech, like teams like that, like no, like BYU, like in basketball and football have been consistently better mm-hmm. than these teams for many years, and so it's finally nice to be validated in that aspect. And through the schedule, just to have one of those four Big Twelve teams on our schedule, like for a home game, like. Anytime within the past 10 years would have been like the top notch game. Yes. And now it's just going to be another Saturday in Provo. It's going to yeah. be awesome. I, yeah. uh, I put this on Twitter, but I was going through uh, BYU's like November home games in the Satan. Yeah, I did see that. This is great. Please. So please between elaborate. between <laughs> Noah Waterman getting the work by Drew Timmy on, uh, on ESPN. On ESPN. Yeah. Oh, and here's oh. the. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's just. 
That's just a bunch of BYU. Yeah. That's the thing. BYU exists in the WCC solely to like inflate Gonzaga and St. Mary's. That's yeah. all they've done in the WCC, which sucks. But like, sorry, anyway. sorry. For context, we were just watching ESPN. It's a halftime show. They're going over games. St. Mary's plays at Gonzaga. Of course, they show St. Mary's and Gonzaga highlights against BYU. Yes. Um, the, the whiplash on this podcast is uh, <laughs> it really, yeah. not, it goes for both the, ways. not for the faint of heart. No, that's no. Okay. November games. So no, BYU's November home games between 2016 and 2022, they've played Southern Utah, UMass, Utah State, UMass again, New Mexico State, Liberty, Idaho State, North Alabama, Idaho State, and Utah Tech. Which and this year, horror. those are horrible. So like it's mostly like, FCS. UMass is terrible. Liberty was in like year two as a D one. Like, I don't like, care about those football games. No, for no. nothing. They were all terrible. The only the only like cool one of those games was Idaho State in twenty twenty one because they still sold like they did an incredible job. Yeah, it sold out. It was like senior day. Like, yeah, that was, that was a really cool way to kind of like those. bring a close to the football season. My point on that, my dad. Um, we had season tickets, but we had an extra person, so he was like, "Oh, I don't stay. I'll just scalp one." Like, I've got a ten dollar bill in my pocket. He had to pay fifty bucks to get in. They did a great job marketing that, but the cool. Idaho States are—they're not going to have to work as hard now, right? For no, uh, no, no. who's coming this November? Yeah, well, this November is Iowa State and then Oklahoma. I mean, the, 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 if, if I'm at Oklahoma, I am just spitting with vicious rage that I have to go play in Provo, Utah, November. That is like the biggest uh, middle finger the Big Twelve could have given Oklahoma. It really is, and it's and it's awesome. I'm all for it. I love it so much. Uh, I'm obsessed with it. Like it's just yeah, it's beautiful, really beautiful one, pity. One one thing that uh, one thing noteworthy thing which I'm sure you guys know, um, but just in case our Brussels listeners don't know, is that BYU is the only new coming Big Twelve team that gets both Oklahoma and Texas this year, which I loved. I uh, and I too. and I not. Loved past tense. I'm sorry, but I loved that. Loved that is, when you saw it. Yeah, when I, I loved it when I saw it, and it's only fitting. I'm glad we get Oklahoma in Provo because that's that's never happened before. As opposed to if we had Texas in Provo, like mm-hmm. we've already we've already danced that dance, you know. And so it, it, it's fun for something different. Square dance. We also get yeah <laughs> square dance because for Texas, right? Um, but it's so fun. and Texas Tech. And Cincinnati, that, those are two fun games. America's now, team, Kansas. America's yes. team, don't but forget. The way the schedule is laid out is so amazing. So, the first two home games, I mean, I'm expecting for BYU to win. Basically, two FCS teams. Sam Houston State technically is FBS. If we don't, those Big Twelve games are. I if we go one and one, those first two, we do not deserve the the Big Twelve games. Won't be as fun as we. Yes, we correct. Right now, but I think, I think BYU opens. I bet they start four and one. That's my guess. I think that's very possible too. Maybe maybe even five and one. Depends on what happens. Because like the Arkansas games, they're the not going to be Arkansas. Spot. Let's be real. That no. they're not at Arkansas. I don't think so. I I'm optimistic because Arkansas. I believe KJ Jefferson's gone. Yeah, they're going to lose a lot of talent. But it's still he torched team. us, man. Wow, that guy year. was good. But man. again, but I don't think it, I don't think it mattered that. He was the quarterback. I think they could. No, yeah, that was that was a that was a that was internal. That was a that was a of course scheme issue. Our defense stinks. It was less of who Arkansas had on offense and more of who BYU had on defense. Yes, I mean, like they played so bad that Tuiaki tried to quit in the locker room after the game. Tuiaki was like, "Nah, like if I'm stuck here, you are too, bro." (laughs) (laughs) That's a good nugget, Jackson. Yeah, they. 
we were in pieces after that, and it wasn't because of what KJ Jefferson did. No. He deserves his flowers, but Dude, he was not the... destroyed them the week after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was at that game. That was hell. You were there? Yeah. yeah, dude, that was the worst. Shoot, yeah. bro. My point, though, is that you could have had me at quarterback for Arkansas, and I think they're scoring 55 points or whatever. Well, yeah, I, just... I, the, the defense is going to be the big thing this year. That plus, like, what does a new quarterback in the program look like? I suspect, I think we're both we're optimistic about both those things. But and what's nice is that something. Uh, let's say Keaton Slovis either gets injured or does not play well. We are pretty deep as far as QBs go. Yeah. Whereas, so yeah, we've got. I mean, I I, w- I wish Conover could have had like more confidence or whatever. But I mean, when Jaren, if Jaron Hall goes out, I mean, who's stepping up? And, you know, that was kind of an issue no last year as well. And so you'd rather have an injured Jaron Hall play than a healthy, you know, second or third string. And so hope so, he hope he I hope he cares about in the Pac twelve. Yeah, I which which Rashada Rashada oh, but Andrew Pine Andrew Pine. And so Pine Drew Pine who was like pining hard for BYU and once they kinda had the There we go. No, it's but like Pine was all over BYU. He wanted to come here bad, but but we wouldn't take his commitment until we knew from Slovis, right? No, they, I mean they already knew they like. I think I heard I heard Pine would have come here even if it was to back up Slovis, and really? Roderick still pulled the scholarship. I would have liked I that. Know, a lot, I, don't good, I don't know how good that info is, but like I would have liked that a lot because then can't Pine imagine imagine last year during the year someone telling you. No, like before last season, it's like our quarterback room is going to be Keaton Slovis and Drew Pine battling for one and one. I think that would have been really good, but I'm I'm happy, I'm happy with this. The problem with Pine though is he's five eleven, dude. Like yeah, with BYU's offensive line, like look, Jaron Hall's six one, but even that's too small for a BYU quarterback. Like. Yeah, and you and you kind of saw that Jaron Hall never uses the middle of the field, and that's Correct. where like that's why tight ends weren't getting the balls much. Yeah, and that's the middle of the field is a spot. I mean, like that that winner that, on third down, especially like that's going to win you football games, or it's going to lose you football games. Yeah. Jaron won a lot of football games, and his mobility was good enough that he could get creative on third down, or he'd have a good like just the, not having the middle of the field as an option with Jaron, especially like with the tight ends BYU has. Was just always kind of disappointing, and, and again, it's like, nice to be able to see what's going on over there. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so I have a guy like Slowis, a bit taller, a bit more like history with tight ends is a uh, it's, it's encouraging to me because Drew Pine, granted, he had a great tight end at Michael Mayer, but he's also way too short to play quarterback yeah. at D one. And power five experience, that's true, huge. So he's been he's played the game. Pitt played Clemson last year, right? Yeah. Pitt, I mean, this will be his third. This will be the third Pac-12 Power Five conference that he started. Yeah, which is the yeah. JT Daniels effect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. former um, team. So I, I, I'm excited for that as well. But um, I really like some aspects about the BYU schedule. So first couple games. Yeah, let's just run through should we it. Go through it. Yeah. Let's so go, let's go through, we go through it and like pick them. Should we, should we too early? Too early? Way too early. Way too early. I nations. like it. Uh, I think let's let's just skip through Sam Houston State and Southern Utah. We're two and zero. I think I think it's safe to say that we'll. Win and if not, games. I've already stopped watching. Yeah, I <laughs> think <laughs> that's not true. I'll still be watching, yeah. but I'll be angry. I don't, don't, don't wait for basketball season. That's all yeah. I'll say. <laughs> I, I think I think Sam Houston State. This is why I will say though. 
I think Southern Utah would be easily. I think Sam Houston State, we won't win as big as people will like just because it's so many new things happening. And I think people, BYU fans, are going to get way too dramatic. About, oh, like we're going to get crushed, whatever. I think we win like a 34, like 20. Okay. You know, like I'll, nothing I'll take, crazy. Look, if you win by two scores against another D1 team, I'll take that every day of the week, no matter who you're playing. I don't care, like, what the spread is. Like, yeah. win by two scores. 34-20, I'll take that, that every day. That, that's how my prediction – I mean, and I hope I'm wrong in the sense of, like, I hope we just crush them, right, and yeah. just do a business. But I think there's going to be some growing pains. But let's move on to Arkansas. We play in Fayetteville. Uh, I don't like that one. That one's, that one's tough. There's a that, lot. That's, that's an L for me. From me, I mean. <laughs> That is a – my point is BYU starts the season two and one. Okay. Let's, I think – here's here's yeah, how I see the Arkansas game. Here's more analysis there. So, look, in 2017, BYU got stomped by Wisconsin at home. Yeah. And then they go on the road and beat them as a heavy underdog at, uh, at Wisconsin. Last Tanner year – Tanner best game. <laughs> His, his what, best, what uh, what, his who? best game managing. Yeah, his best say. game. Yeah, he just throw the ball. <laughs> he, he hey, Alevahifa with the throw of the year. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, I think made him through eighty nine yards that game. Oh and yeah, this, I think that's exactly the number. Yeah. Wait, oh my goodness! I have like a weird Bro, photographic now, memory with like doing stats. Like I'm pretty sure it was eighty nine. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty confident it was too. Oh, okay. he was so hard. But yes, anyway. to your point. And then Baylor last year, BYU went down to Baylor, got stomped. This year, they were able to squeak by and beat Baylor. So what I'm saying is, like sometimes when you play like. When you play a really quality team two years in a row, BYU gets its arse handed to it, and then the next year they come and like kind of it's it's kind of like you're getting the scout the first time around, and then the next year you know what to do to beat them. So like that's that's, that's that true. that is the reason why I would be optimistic, other than the fact that it's no KJ Jefferson, their running back's gone. Like it's a different Arkansas yeah. team. Well, then again, it is an SEC team that reloads every year, and Arkansas at an SEC. Yeah, and it's SEC yeah. territory, but BYU's won games in SEC territory. True, it's before, true. So. It's not out of the yeah. question for BYU to win. I don't think so either. I'm going to go and say 80% chance that Arkansas wins. Well, a real quick plug for being in the Big 12. Those home and homes were awesome, right? And we had Texas back in the day. We were supposed to have Notre Dame. That didn't work out. Um, we're going to get more respect here in the Big 12. But every single year, you know, you're playing the same nine teams, you know, give or take one or two. But yeah. it's going to be a home and home and home and home and you know, you're going to have seen their quarterback for three years in a row, and you're going to remember that one fan that did this. Like, there's just so much continuity. I love it. So, like, I love creating rivalries. And you're always... You've you're, already done that with Baylor. Exactly. Who would have thought that we'd be rivals and the with TC, Baylor? And the TCU rivalry oh, is really good. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And, and Texas, and, there's some history. Oklahoma, there's some history. Yeah, and, and this, Iowa State, there's was, some history. Oh, that goes pretty deep. <laughs> I was, I was going to say... In the worst possible. <laughs> I was, yeah. was going to say... Um, our, uh, I was going to ask you guys, and maybe we'll touch on this later, but who who are, who are would be like the newest rival? Iowa State for me, hands down. And I'm so gonna, I, I think – Break their State. students. We're I looking at our students. State. They were the reason, arguably, you know, the big wigs over there that – Not true. We but. did not make the Big 12. Jackson, please. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to like – that was like – so okay, look. Here's no. I want to know. I want to know. So I can't come is, here again. And, and, I got, and, and from, we welcome. Her, we welcome any Iowa State student. Or no, we don't. To come on the pod to discuss this. Do they live in Brussels? Dude, what if there's an Iowa State <laughs> fan in Brussels? There's there's not a more perfect listener. There really is. That's why we have Grant. Anyways, okay, Iowa State. Um, but I I I will touch because 
I will touch on the Arkansas game real quick before we go back into Big 12 stuff. Um, and then we'll get back to Iowa State <laughs> hatred. Because I will hate Iowa State. And Kane, that was his name when he was a basketball player, poked Eric Mika in the eyes. Oh, yeah. And refs did not call. Actually, they might have called. Anyway, we should be in Iowa State, but that's not the point. Um, we didn't win. Arkansas, Arkansas very similarly plays two pretty easy games um, to start off the season. So BYU will be their first big game. So, Along with us. And it's September. Like, the weirdest upsets happen in September every year. So, like, yeah. look, you can't, like, you can't discount BYU entirely. It's it's, For it's, sure. it's slowest season. I mean, come on. Yeah, it, it is, is slowest season. Slowest there, season. there are bigger fish to fry than BYU if you're Arkansas, but that will be the first test for Arkansas, as it will be for us. Yeah. So real, real quick though, I just want to plug my uh, hashtag sources real quick. Uh, not plug them specifically, but uh, yeah. so the first the first Big Twelve go round, everyone always says like the Iowa State student thing tried like kind of kick like prevented BYU like cockblock BYU for like a better term. Sorry, yeah. I don't know if you can need to throw a sensor on that no, for the the, Brussel- the Brussels <laughs> the Belgians, but uh, so they try to bring up like the political issues, blah blah blah. In reality, what happened was. The, the Big 12 needed a new media rights deal, uh, and in an effort to, like, kind of bluff, for lack of a better term, they flirted with the idea of expansion to try and, like, up their value, like, their individual value. So by the time that they had those meetings where BYU, like, pitched their Big 12 presentation, the Big 12 had already had a, me- a new media deal in place. Being like we're not, so they knew they weren't taking. They this. knew they weren't taking anybody. So yeah. BYU was pitching to deaf ears essentially. Yeah, they're interviewing for a job that didn't exist. A job opening that didn't exist. Bingo. That's the yes. perfect way to describe it. Hey, but and, that's that's good, right? You you don't get the job, but you get the experience. And the right. next go around, you know you know what questions they're going to ask you. You know yeah, exactly how to get the job. And so uh, the the Big Twelve can't just say like, yeah, like we were blunt, like we were like the Big Twelve had no intention of ever expanding. However, when people started throwing around the, the BYU political stuff, blah, 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 like church stuff. It's a good scapegoat. It was a great scapegoat, and the Big 12 did not try to deny that. Like, uh, And so then when Oklahoma and Texas leave and the Big 12 is desperate, they realize, like, okay, BYU, like, it's like it's like the high school movie where, like, the girl's dating the jock and the nerd is, like, simping for her the whole time. I watched 10 Things I Hate About You on a date the other day, so I'm, uh, <laughs> it's fresh in my mind. And the jock has no use for you, and she just remembers how nice and loyal the nerd's been. And so she goes to the nerd, and they get back together. And it's like, it's kind of wholesome, but it's also like, well, like, they were sloppy seconds. But the nerd's just happy to be there. We're nerds at BYU. We're just happy to be involved in big-time college <laughs> yeah. football, you know? Nice guys don't matter. always finish last. 1984. <laughs> anyway, yeah. point, point, point being, Iowa State's going to be a sick rivalry because of that. Also, they <laughs> their softball team came to, to play at BYU this year. And they had a chick on the softball team who was like all conference, whatever. Like she's like a TikTok influencer, just like gorgeous, like in the in Iowa the, State. Iowa State. Okay. She has since transferred to Cal because I think the NIL money is a bit better in California than Iowa. But uh, shocker, I, shockingly, yeah, I fell so hard. Her name's Kaylee Pond. I fell so hard for her when she came to play at BYU. Like I made her a sign. Like I was the original like Libby simp, but like less like creepy. And I was like, can I have your hat? Like they had these like sick Iowa State visors, you know? And I, I kind of wanted like I wasn't trying to be weird. I just like genuinely wanted the hat. So I was like, can I have your hat? You and get then, it? No. <laughs> so for that reason, I will always hate Iowa State. <laughs> If if it's like that domino meme, you know, one little thing. If if Caleb Pond had given Jackson that, that <laughs> not even having this conversation, I gotta no find. A, I posted like a selfie with her on my on my Insta story, just like 
as a meme, like my favorite softball player, like, but people thought like I actually knew her or something. Cause then she reposted it. Yeah. <laughs> I was wearing a commander shirt. Uh, and like, it kind of looked like an Iowa state shirt. Cause it's like similar colors. Yeah, so yeah. she thought I was like an Iowa state guy. She's like, yeah, Iowa state fan. So I was like, Oh, uh, like, where do I know in Iowa? Oh, church history council bluffs. Yeah. I'm from council bluffs. <laughs> so she reposted my story under her story. She has like hundreds of thousands of subscribers followers whatever. So then I reposted that story to my story again and I added like the Steve Young Sports Illustrated cover like victory. <laughs> I remember that. I was scratching my head. How does Jackson Payne know this TikTok girl? Like, I gotta I gotta find out my story. Is it's that uh, you were watching uh, 10 Things I Hate About You with or? Oh dude I wish. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, Could you imagine? 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> Here, we got a. Uh, oh, wait, we're, we're looking. Oh, my, my favorite gosh. softball player ever. <laughs> She's like, love the shirt. Thanks for coming. She thought I came. I was there because I had to, like, take pictures or something. And I just, like, nope, I'm in love. Like, this is. Dude, and that's amazing. She, 10 things I hate about you. So I hate you. Iowa State. I didn't get that. Like, okay. But Sorry. did 10 things I hate about you, girl, get the Taylor Heineke spiel as well? She did not get the Taylor Heineke spiel. That's, that's maybe more of a second that date. Is a... That's more of a second date kind of thing. I'm, I'm but... thinking that's more of a marriage thing, right? Like, that's a... Uh... <laughs> Thing is, like, I will never love anyone as much as I love Taylor Heineke. Like, <laughs> that's fair, and that's and I'm just I'm okay admitting that. Like, I'll never love anybody as much as I love like Manu Ginobili, Taylor Heineke, Adley Rushman. Like, there's there's certain athletes that just like will never get bumped for females. Yeah, it's kind of like the meme. It's like <laughs> when Tom Brady. It's like Tom, like <laughs> like Tom, stay with our family. It's like I have to beat the Falcons twice a year. <laughs> It's a similar vibe. Like I have to watch Taylor Heineken go twenty for thirty-five and win the game on like uh, roughing the passer penalty. Dude, I love that. So that's good. Um, all right. Well, okay. Let's move on to Big Twelve. All right. Kansas. So, what well, yeah. Okay. So I love that our first introduction into the Big Twelve is at a very winnable game. Yeah. I, I, I still could... I don't know, Kansas early in the season, though. Yeah, I still think, like, Kansas <laughs> is a good team. Yeah. But I think BYU should be a better team and program. I think um, so. But that's, like, a really good way to ease in. Um, it's, it's a good ease-in game, yeah. It's like, you're, you're, you're like, half into the Big 12. Because, like, look, Kansas, like, Kansas was good this past year, but, like, that's not going to be Kansas every year. They, they went to a bowl game. That was a big deal. The goalpost came down. Do you guys see that video? It's, like, the stadium security after the goalpost got taken down. I was, like... They clinched bowl eligibility, and the fans rushed the field, and they took the goalpost down to celebrate, like, a six-win season. And the next day, it showed, like, the stadium security, and they were meeting, and it was, like, somebody, like, leaked the video, and it was, like, so they took our goalpost. Like, they, like, took it downtown and, like, lost it. It's, like, well, they took our goalpost. S happens, but, uh, just, like, the lace over. That's, like, a major thing. And they're just treating it like it was, like, just business as usual. Anyway. So, but no, how, how do you lose a gold post? That's my question. Like. Yeah, I don't know the specs on those, but they're pretty big. Yeah, they, they are pretty big. Maybe uh, if you find, like, true alleyways, narrow alleyways, and you're able to kind of slide like, the, the post in there. Yeah. And it's like this. Boom, you think it's PVC pipe. Yeah, exactly. It's like this big old me when Vector steals the pyramid and he paints it like the sky and it's just like sitting there, you know? <laughs> just as, as if it was Hiding in plain sky, sight. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's I, a good easing game, though. You're it, right. It's a great easing yeah, game. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be a lot of BYU fans there um, as well. Um, I'm looking at Kansas' schedule right now. I mean... They play before BYU, their biggest games. They have Illinois and Nevada. So those aren't like necessarily like big games by any means, but oh, yeah. those aren't going to be easy games. 
Illinois. That's, Illinois is a better pro. They, that's they, a, they, I say it's better program. than us right now. That's a Big Ten program, and Nevada's last year they were for sure. Nevada, I mean, like Nevada's always like sneaky something. I mean, <laughs> but uh, I just hope that shit. I hope that Kansas game. I want BYU Kansas neutral site Adam on Diamond Jackson County uh, return revenge <laughs> game. <laughs> Yeah, and then we'll we'll get anyone who's uh, General Boggs is uh, uh, <laughs> ceremonial first execution to General, Bo- or yeah, Governor Boggs. Governor Boggs. That's but uh, but, but then, yeah, enough with that. But, but. but I think they play Cincinnati's like their home opener in the Big Twelve. Correct. It yeah. is on and a Friday like night. Friday night uh, before conference, and I think that's an even like that BYU could not ask for a more perfect like two game stretch to open Big Twelve play because yeah. you play Kansas on the road, which like it's a road game. It's going to be great. Like Kansas is like good enough to where like. You have to be ready for that. It's like, I would, like, my, what's my, like, comparison? I'd say Kansas is like Washington State when BYU played them two years ago. Like, they're good enough that, like, you can't discount them, but they're not, like. But BYU will win by seven. BYU will beat them, but, but like, in a comfortable it's fashion. impossible Washington to Washington State's a great example. And so, and then you got to play Cincinnati, which obviously they were, in the, they were in the playoff a year or two ago. But they're not the same team. It's like a fringe top 25 program. You play them at home. BYU, Magic Habits at home. Uh, BYU. That, that's a game that BYU will be up for because it's and, the Big Twelve. Like, and really, that will be a night game. That is like, oh, because yeah. it's Friday. It's Friday. It's our You're gonna have a day. It will be Friday night. night. Yeah, like that's gonna be like the BYU. Like that'll be BYU's coming out party, for lack of a better term, yeah. as a Big Twelve member because it's gonna be the Friday night game. Like, it's it's like it's the one game on TV. No one's gonna be watching baseball playoffs or whatever's on then. I, I mean, I will, but. <laughs> Uh, nobody's gonna be. You'll like, be watching the Orioles, will you? I will be watching the Orioles. <laughs> Orioles, Orioles, Rangers, wild card round. Ah, I'll uh, take it. Degrom versus uh, John Means. But uh, <laughs> anywho, the uh, so yeah, like it'll be like the the showcase game, kind of like when BYU played Utah State on Thursday, uh, and everyone was like hyping up Jaron Hall. Like that was when Jaron Hall stock was at its best because like it was the only game on TV. And that'll be like the BYU Cincinnati. Like I bet it'll get an earlier start time. It'll be like a six o'clock start. So it'll be eight o'clock on the East Coast. Um, it'll be like. I, my thing, like, I'm writing a column for the universe right now about, like, things that BYU should do to, like, improve fan experience and engagement. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, like, the first, like, every game should be a royal out no matter what, but the first conference home game is a whiteout. So imagine, like, a whiteout, like the Arizona State game again. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati. Especially because like, Cincinnati's got the, these, The like, prime time, like, marquee game. Like, that's going to be a big and deal. So when I think of that, I think of BYU wearing all their white. And then, like, I think of Cincinnati coming out and, like, they're all black. Yes. Black, yeah. yeah. So, like, oh. I love it. Like, like, I, like, I, I agree with starting four and one. I, I don't, I just don't see ourselves losing that. Like, that Baylor game, like, that felt like. I see, I see, the, I see, the, I see the, starting four and one and finishing 11 and one. But finish your. <laughs> but the Baylor, the Baylor game, like, it felt like it was just in hindsight. I was just like. It just for some reason I just felt like we were never we were never going to lose, even though it was so close to us losing. It just felt like it was destined to happen. It, Jake Lutra I mean, sure tried his best to uh, to lose, and we still did win. I I I I like us to start the season four and one. I think that Cincinnati sure. game is going to be like the next like yeah the Utah game yeah Baylor game Cincinnati yeah and so the week after Cincinnati is a big week. It's a bye week, which is awesome. On right October seventh, not not November, yeah. not when everyone's on the IR. Just in the middle of the season, it's great. Right before their best opponent as well. 
And I'm I'm definitely optimistic that we'll give TCU a game. Um, well, TCU, you got to think too. TCU is not going to have half their team. I mean, that's a very senior heavy. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, TCU's not going to be quite the same team. But I still don't like uh, the idea of going against good. Sonny Dykes in in yeah. Fort Worth. But yeah, it's, I, it's I not an automatic L. We got a shot. Yeah, it's not an automatic L, but like I would put this at like a less than fifty percent chance to win. Correct. I I I'll sure. probably I'd probably give TCU like a 10, 14 point win. Um, where like we we have like a I chance. lean more towards ten. I'm yeah. saying ten point like thirty one twenty one. Yeah. You guys underestimate Isaiah Bognall on the defensive line. <laughs> we <laughs> also score Tuddy for the win. Yeah, we also underestimate. Um, uh, oh, was Sol J? Sol J season. Sol J is a running back. He's a running back. Running back. Running back. Apparently, back. specifically, not just a running back, but like a Taysom Hill kind of guy. That's what I've heard. Uh, I've been, I've been I love that, that Taysom Hill is his own football player. Oh, uh, his own position. I've been, uh, I've been sitting on that Sol J info for a little bit. Uh, Problem is, every time I break info, I get in trouble with the team. So <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's good that they finally able to say today. Yeah, Sol J. See, I heard it from <laughs> other things, and it wasn't you. So. I didn't even know. I forgot that that was like. I didn't even know that that was like classified. Let me. Or, let me. Tell I you. mean, it wasn't like classified, but like, but like the not, team, like the team, like people from the team said it specifically today, like for the first time. Gotcha. That's good. You know, like everyone kind of knew. Like if you knew, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret secrets are no fun unless you tell me. So <laughs> um, let's let's move so on. Listen, TCU, TCU. Uh, I'm optimistic, um, and I'm not gonna put. You know, I'm not gonna say oh BYU will get killed or anything. I think they'll. It'll be very respectful. It's I league play. Like, a, anything can happen. You know? Yeah, I think we'll come out with a loss, but I'm excited for that game. And then Texas Tech, that's going to be such a fun game. Mm-hmm. And people are saying Texas Tech, like, from what I've seen from predictions, like, that's a loss. I'm not sure. Like They're coming to Provo, right? They, yeah. they do come to Provo. That's a good program, though. It's a great program. Leech. I'm just not automatically – maybe I'm just overly optimistic and delusional as – your average BYU fan is, but I I think after a TCU loss, I think we might come out hungry. This thing, BYU, whenever they're in a situation where after like a tough loss, they either and they either can come out hungry trying to win or just defeated. or they lose to Liberty. But quick, quick, <laughs> we have a breaking quick pause. Okay. This is unbelievable. Did you know that NBA Youngboy was the third most streamed artist in the U.S. last year? <laughs> Did not know that. Taylor Swift, Drake, church member NBA Youngboy, who is in someone's area book planner. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him on that on the youth album. It'll be well, him, Nick Day, and David Archuleta, or if he's still well, doing those. Well, I yeah, mean, I don't, NBA Youngboy and David Archuleta. Cool. Well, David Archuleta is doing the. Uh, I think he plays for the other team now. I think he's a. Uh, oh, I see. He, he uh, entered the transfer portal, but that's the thing though. We can upgrade. <laughs> There's always could, talent. In we the could portal. upgrade from David Archuleta <laughs> to NBA Youngboy. That would be so lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like the greatest upgrade of all time. <laughs> what? That's, that's such a nice way of saying someone left the church. Um, I <laughs> left the church and then changed sports. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> he also he entered the transfer there. portal and changed sports. Anyway, my family member entered the transfer portal. Greg, Greg Paulus, do you remember him? He was a Duke basketball player yes. and then went to Syracuse to play quarterback. 
Yes, yes, yes. It's yes, the same sort of thing. David Archuleta's <laughs> and Greg Paul of our time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get fired from this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, Texas Tech, though, I don't know why, but it's like, if I'm going to give that Cincinnati, like, I'm, I'm going to say that we, I don't know what, just the vibes are telling me that Texas Tech wins, because I think Texas Tech is a better program than we're giving credit for, I think. They're good. They've got a good coach. Yeah, they had a good you know, win against Texas last year. Time. Yeah, they reminds me team. of Arkansas game last year. It's like yeah. not the mar- It's like a really quality like home opponent, but it's not like the marquee home opponent because like Agreed. that's what Baylor was, and BYU has like two of them. Or you know what it is? It's kind of like Boise State uh, in 2021, the day I met Grant. Uh, yeah, yeah. The because like Utah, good, good, very good day. You know? Until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. <laughs> Until the rain started. Once the rain started, it was all over. Yeah. But uh, so like. Arizona State and Utah were like the two big games on the on the home schedule that year. Like those were yeah. the games that you circled. Uh, Boise, not really. UVA, like kind of because Bronco, but like I mean, yeah. I'm, obviously for us as Virginians, that was a big deal for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate UVA so much. Anyway, <laughs> uh, snobby freaking BS school. But the, but <laughs> so true. you kind of see like the Big Twelve opener against Cincinnati is going to be a big deal, yeah. and then Oklahoma is the game that like everyone's going to be up for. Like that is going to be like the game of games to have in Provo. So Texas Tech kind of falls in that Arkansas territory where, like, it's a great game, great opponent, but, like, for whatever reason, it's just not going to work out. Or Boise State. Like, it's just – there isn't going to be enough intrigue to, like, get the team through that game, if that makes sense. Yes, and it's it's stuck in the middle of the year as well. That's why, like, I was going to say, because you brought up Oklahoma, like, I have a win against us against Oklahoma, but I have a slip to Texas Tech. Okay. That's where I'm at. I'll gladly take that. The, yeah. the, the only thing that gives me hope is that, so obviously we played TCU that week before. Texas Tech plays Kansas State that week before. So they have, so I think they'll be very preoccupied um, with Kansas State. and But I do think they will get up for that game in Provo. Um, I feel like the Big 12 would love nothing more than BYU beating Oklahoma in November. Like, yeah, their new, like one of their new pillar programs beating like, their marquee program the on the way, one. the exiting yeah. one. Yep. They sent them to Provo in November. Like, just the fact that they sent them to Provo in November is a middle finger. To it is, it is. So for them to, for BYU to beat them would just be like... It's, it's going to be funny because it's like, they're going to be playing at Provo. The they're playing, they're, they're, they're playing like at, at altitude in the mountains in November. It's cold. It's probably going to be like 10 p.m. Eastern because I think that's a big, I think a lot of these games, especially at home, are going to be in that night spot. Uh, I mean, Jackson can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's a big appeal of having the BYU in the Big 12 is that you can put them in those late nights. They want the late night spots, yeah. Yes. So I think if there's like, like Texas Tech, Cincinnati, I think a lot of those will be put in those late night spots because there's a market for that because who the hell's watching Pac-12 after dark? I like to watch Colorado versus um, Cal. You're the exception. <laughs> so I, I like that's to like watch. The you, got, you got Prime. <laughs> you, you got, got money prime. on that? Like, oh, that's going to be fun. You man. got Prime versus uh, that, who was the, the Iowa State Softball player that transferred to Cal. That could be the coaching battle between Kyle Whittingham and Deion Sanders next year is going to be legendary. Which that they play their game in rival in rival rivalry week. Yeah. Uh, I can't yeah. speak on November twenty fifth. So. I'm excited for Colorado and Nebraska. 
That will be fun. Matt Rule versus Deion Sanders. <laughs> who, like, who has is, really pulled the ox out of the mire? You know, who can who can upstart their program quicker? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, like the, that's such a terrible Sp- game. It Colorado is. Colorado Nebraska. <laughs> I love it. It's an old school rivalry. It is. That's a Big Twelve rivalry. rivalry. Yeah, it, is. it is. Neither team should have ever left the Big Twelve. That's right. my hot take. Correct. No, um, and no, that's not a hot take. We agree. At Texas, here. let's go at Texas Arch Manning oh. or Quinn Ewers. Or Quinn Ewers. Um, I, I, man, I want to be able to play Arch Manning so bad, though. Um, but that I think BYU beating Texas and Oklahoma would just be so awesome. Um, it's, it's one or the other, you know? Yeah. I, think it, I think it's too awesome. They'll beat Oklahoma. <laughs> no, I, I'm the summer. delusional fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say I it's, to say it's, that. It's, too, it's too awesome to be true. I will say, underrated aspect of joining the Big 12 that I didn't really think about until just recently is there's a lot of BYU students, like a lot of student bodies from Texas. You ever realize that? Yeah. Or you got guys like Grant that have like Texas ties. Like mm-hmm. people are like clued into Texas. Like there's a lot of, there are a lot of people that like are familiar with Baylor, or Texas already, or Texas Tech, TCU. Like there's, there's intrigue. Houston. Houston. Yeah. Like there's intrigue with Texas at BYU already. So like getting LJ Martin. Getting LJ Martin. Yeah. yeah. But like, so you see like, a, a, a team like Texas Tech comes to town, or Houston, or something like that. Like Texas Tech, it's noteworthy. People like the we're going to care. care because like their friends go to these other schools, or like they're from those areas. You know? Yeah, they're from there. They did sales there one year. They served their mission there. They got cousins <laughs> exactly. there. Like they yeah. went to put together a crew camp together. there. Like oh, yeah, uh, yeah, lots of lots of ties. Lots of ties. Yeah. So I think Texas is a, a team that like they'll get a ton of hype. Um, They'll get a ton of hype early in the season, and then they'll probably drop off like they normally do. Um, I, but that's gonna which be we tough. love to see. We love to see. Yeah, it I happens. think that's going to be tough. I'm delusional. I'm going to say BYU wins by one in a close game, especially if we are losing to TCU and Texas Tech. Um, they know we got their number. Always have. Always will. Does Taysom make an appearance? Does Taysom storm the field? I hate, to be, I hate to be the wet blanket, but I'm predicting a loss here, which caps off my no-win November, uh, October again. Really? Mm. I didn't realize you were cooking that up. Dang. What was he cooking? I've got some cooking up later. So, don't so who are they not okay, beating? Okay. Well, who, who are they not beating in October? Like, well, they have a bye. They have a bye. So it's just three games in October. Well, here's the thing: having a yeah. bye in October is a win. Let's just get that right. Yeah, off. Yes, it, is. That. it is. That, that is a win. It is. I was uh, okay. TCU, Tech, and Texas. Tech and Texas. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's I tough. BYU's gonna be one of those three teams. Maybe. I mean, probably not, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. BYU always gets to, like a mid-season funk, or at least the last two years, and then they like kind of finish out. They figure it out at the end. Like, I, I feel like you could beat Texas Tech. At, well, I don't know if you can actually. That's. You know, I got us. I got okay, us. Okay, no, no. In October is actually very, very. I good. got us. I got us four and four going in November, but I, I think things are looking back up once we get to November. Similar to this. I and speaking of November, that game at West Virginia, I'm trying to go to that game. So oh, that's well. that's we, we, be, bounce, we bounce back and win that one. I would that's what love. I'm I would love Jackson. Were you there at FedEx Field? I sure was. Pain. That was a tough game. Um, sitting next to my boy Orson Scott Card. Um, <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> you just dropped an Orson Scott Card. That's hilarious. 
Orson Scott Card <laughs> knows my family pretty well, actually. No he was, way. He was our bishop when I was very, very young in Greensboro, North Carolina, where he still resides. This is this is he's actually a, he's a professor at SVU, isn't he? He's currently a professor at SVU. Orson Scott Card wrote Ender's Game, um, nothing else, <laughs> and basically he he writes other books, but um, that's definitely his most popular book. <laughs> Something that will forever. This is just a fun little personal anecdote. Um, we like learning more about your life. Yeah, yeah. So my dad and I. So, I'm sorry, you said the horse and stuff. At FedEx Field, watching BYU. That's like the weirdest dream I've ever had. What happened? This is this. No, it gets even better. So. So Orson Scott Card and his wife carpooled with my aunt and uncle to go to that game from from Greensboro. They carpooled. They carpooled with my aunt and uncle to go to see BYU play West Virginia. BYU was down, I believe it was thirty-five to eighteen um, or nineteen something. BYU's down by, I believe it was three possessions, um, and it was such a crazy roller coaster of a game. BYU gets the ball back off a miracle fumble with about a minute or so left in the fourth quarter, maybe two minutes left in the fourth quarter. They have to drive the length of the field. We're down three. And Orson Scott Card, his wife, and my aunt and uncle had a couple of open seats right by them. So they were like, hey, like, to my dad and I, you guys should come sit with us. And so Orson Scott Card says, Tyler, I haven't seen you since you were so young. And I was like, oh, hey, Orson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I've ever heard that, that name not attached to Scott Card. Yeah, no, Orson. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an experience. It's just Orson Scott Card. No, and the best, the best part about and so and he knew my dad very well. Um, and I kid you not, I kid you not, Orson Scott Card and his wife said, "Quote: As BYU gets the ball back with about a minute or two left, hey, we're gonna leave so we can beat the traffic." Oh. And so my aunt and uncle had to leave with Orson Scott Card and company, oh. so they could quote beat the traffic. Yikes! Um, so there, so, you, so that's, that's a casual move because if you know the DC area, you know there is no beating traffic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and especially FedEx Field is the worst traffic on the planet. Yeah. Yes. Leaving that place is a disaster. Yes, even and that's, you and have, that's, and that's talking uh-oh, about uh-oh. a place where traffic is already a disaster. Yeah. So you're telling me Orson Scott Card is about Ender's Game, but he's not a game ender? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, he is in Ender's Game, but he's oh. not a game ender. That was, that was the quote of the year. Never meet your heroes unless it's Jackson. It's yeah. always always a pleasant experience. Orson so, Scott Card sat next to you at FedEx. And he left so early. That's so and he leaves early. early. On a better note, we're going to win that game. Yes. Oh, yeah. and so and BYU ended up losing that game with or without Keaton Slovis. Keaton yes. Slovis with the with the F West Virginia. F West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm I really I would love to go to Morgantown. I have a couple friends that went there, Dude, we um, and go. they always talked about how great the football games were. Yeah. Early November, right after Halloween. Oh, it's just gonna we be gotta so, go. We gotta go. So great. We'll have to. We if, if, if any of these Brussels viewers are millionaires and want to just like fund us going, like. <laughs> I had a Twitter follower like buy me a T-shirt one time. If any of your pod listeners want to like pay for our trip, or, <laughs> yeah. If Dude, anyone's feeling generous, maybe, maybe okay. Well, we'll definitely have to look into that. If That's not, we I might know a do. couple narcos in New Mexico, North Mexico that might be able to fund for us. Narcos, but, but we might have to do some dirty. Narcos, we might have to. We might have to do some dirty work. So we're not afraid of that. Let's let's uh, West Virginia. Uh, I think I. 
I don't see them as an elite program right now. I think they're good. JT Daniels is no longer there. They've got a coach kind of on the hot seat. Yeah. Do you know where JT Daniels is, by the way? He's at Rice. He's at Rice. Yeah. Rice. And so... Great I, academic school. Yeah. No, he's concerned about his future. So... Well, just Asians research. Rice, so... And then that next week, they play... <laughs> BYU will play... I was saying... comment right there. I didn't even... Wait, what'd you he said, great academic school. And I said, well, Asians do eat rice. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on before... before is, any, Bra- is Bryce Ford be- beaten on? Before our uh, Philippine, Filipino listeners stop listening after that. Um, but Iowa State, that's a game... I'm also I'm personally certain. That's my personal revenge game. That is <laughs> Yeah, that's Jackson's personal revenge game. Uh Grant, let's 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 hear some of your thoughts. I feel like we've kind of overpowered with our out of pocket comments or Orson Scott card stories. Great Grant can bring us back what? down there. Let's 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 yeah, bring us back down. What are you thinking? BYU plays at home against the Cyclones from Iowa State. Well, first of all, just soaking this all in, this is uh this is, a, like, I feel like I'm in a think tank, you know, with the four of y'all. And we're just, ideas are coming project. out. And Manhattan yes. Project just getting better. And I feel like my football IQ, my pun IQ is going up. So, really no worries there. Um, yeah, That's so. we're good for. Iowa State, right? Um, I, you mentioned the basketball game. We played them uh, a little while back when Eric Mika got poked in the eyes. And it was such a good game, such a close game. High tension game as well. High tension down to the wire. Um, I I've got no hate in my heart. Maybe some of y'all do. Uh, I got a buddy that's from from Ames, and he sure does. And I like hearing what he has to say about the program. It's nice to know that they weren't the ones that kept us out of the Big Twelve. Thanks for that uh, info, Jackson. I got you. You have a friend from Ames. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's get him. On, we can get him on the pod. Oh, he's here. He's here. He's, He's here in P-Town. He's in P-Town. He's a good dude. He got right. me into sports sports statistics, kind of. Anyways. Um, Shout out Jordan Niang, by the way. Yeah, the I've, always, I've, always loved, I've always loved him. A second, and Brock only Purdy. to Brock Purdy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Brees Hall. It, all, it came back to Brock Purdy, y'all. It always does. Say Bryce Hall, uh, Brees Hall and, and Brock Purdy aren't walking in that door. That's all I'm saying. They, they literally aren't walking. No, because they're not walking through that door. Like they're not be playing on Iowa State. Iowa State doesn't have those guys. Yeah, no, it's you have those guys that they can use as recruiting tools now. Yeah. Hey, hold on. I I need to. Um, I did look it up. DeAndre. That was kind of a wet blanket. Let, let my man Grant there. finish. What's wrong with you, Don? <laughs> sorry. He's from campus. <laughs> yeah, Grant from campus. Yeah, sorry, Grant. He's got something to say. No, uh, I mean just from a kind of like looking at the the top dogs in. The Big 12, right? Obviously, Oklahoma and Texas are leaving. Right now, uh, TCU and, and Baylor with some recent New Year's uh, CFP success. Um, Oklahoma State. Iowa State has um, – I'm trying to think. They went to the the Fiesta Bowl recently or the PlayStation Bowl. They played they, Oregon. They they played they played Clemson. In the cheese it Bowl. In the cheese bowl. bowl. Um like the la- the senior year, the the last year, of Brock Purdy and Breesel. Correct. Yeah. Brock Purdy had a pretty crucial fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, point point being, in a they're area. they're not one of like the the top remaining dogs, and obviously yeah. we're starting on the bottom of the totem pole and have to claw our way up. So I kind of see the Iowa State, um, any UCF, Houston, Cincinnati game, uh, Kansas is like, hey, you know, if we can take care of these games, that's. <laughs> 
you know, that'll really get us respect as one of the more feared opponents. Just as beating one of the top dogs will get us respect. Um, each game in a different way, in some regard, has the chance to elevate our status in the eyes of the Big 12 and later in the eyes of the nation. So um, this is a huge game. Every game is huge. That that can't be overstated. But it would be amazing to to host them and, and walk out of there with the win. Yeah. And to your point, I think uh, BYU can beat Iowa State. Absolutely. And they should, especially because it's it in being Provo. Provo feels big to me. Yeah. In November. Uh, and... Yeah, I I think we should be able to win. Again, this is too early to tell. Who knows? Maybe Iowa State is a great team and BYU struggling or yeah. vice versa or whatever. We would have never said last year, well, we got to watch out for national champion runner-up TCU this upcoming season. Yeah, exactly. You know? Or Kansas State being great. I mean, like, you know what I mean. Or even yeah. Kansas. You know, Kansas, I mean, sure. they were 5-0. It's, it's true. And then, and then they... I like his reality. Against, I like but, our chances against Iowa State. But and I will say that DeAndre Kane, the basketball player that poked Eric Mika in the eye, mm. was ejected. Oh, good. He was ejected. Flagrant foul. Yeah, too. free from life. And that that team that game had George Niang and Matt Thomas. Two what a Utah, squad. Two Utah Jazz legends right there. What a crap. And we lost ninety to eighty eight. So I'm still salty about that game. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. Did Eric Mika do the choking thing after? Or? I I I do specifically remember him dropping the f bomb on live air as as he got poked to the eye, which is a kind of a fair thing to have. Yeah, I, but yeah, all right, the final two games. He said f. He said frick. That's that's why. Like that that TJ Halls. Yeah, yeah. Shut that f up. Oh gosh, it's so embarrassing. Oh, okay, the two final games: home versus Oklahoma, then. In Stillwater at Oklahoma State, which are two games like that I'm looking forward to playing at Oklahoma State over Thanksgiving break or like around that time. It's going to be so awesome. Like those night games and in Stillwater, it's just going to be so sick. I I love that. What's that stadium called? Bedlam? Is that it? Or am I? Bedlam. Yeah, that's that's. I want, I want is that what they call the rivalry? Or potentially. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Bedlam's the I, – I believe Bedlam is in reference to the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State. Well, Mayhem is the guy from the All-State commercials. <laughs> That's true. Bedlam, Mayhem. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out. I, I just <laughs> – Thank you. I just – I just yeah, I, I knew it was Stillwater. I, I, I knew the word Bedlam came so But I kind of agree. I think BYU, to Jackson's point earlier – this is probably the most hype uh, and most anticipated home game, especially if if BYU and Oklahoma have really good records going into that game. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be Oklahoma's final send off almost from the Big Twelve. Like college football game day? Question mark. Yeah, I mean, given given that they're get, yeah, it, honestly, any of these games, like even like Texas Tech. Tech um, and Iowa State, West Virginia, Texas. Literally, I bet game, we could get game day. Will show up at maybe not BYU, but they'll show up at one of the new Big Twelve schools this year, like as like a new Big Twelve thing. And it could be BYU. Like that BYU Oklahoma game is a great idea. Um, if that Cincinnati BYU game wasn't on a Friday, maybe that would Probably. have game day. But yeah. like, 
I don't know. I feel like being on a Friday helps because it's that primetime game. Like, the Big 12 wanted that. Like, when BYU was like, hey, like, we want to have a Friday game because of general conference, the Big 12 said, oh, we could have our two new schools play each other for the first time and, like... It'll be a marquee. It's a marquee, marquee matchup. Yeah, like, why would we not do that, you know? So And not to mention, the last time Cincinnati came to Provo, BYU, I believe, had eight sacks that game against them versus, at that time, it was... I believe it was Bronson Kafusi era. Um, Sounds right. And Cincinnati was the number one team in pass protection. Wow. In that game. So, it's not looking good for Cincinnati. But, if we're talking Oklahoma, obviously the last time we only played Oklahoma was probably my favorite game ever. As a, so as a fan. Jerry World, yeah. In Jerry World. Sam Bradford. That I, if I get, I watch highlights of that game just so I can get pumped. Um <laughs> I think BYU gets up for that game. I think BYU just loses Oklahoma State. I don't think it matters how good or bad either team is. I think BYU just loses. That just seems like a really tough game. Yeah. Um, at kind of a bad time in the year, at Oklahoma State always is always trouble for anybody, especially in the Big Twelve, where it seems like a conference that cannibalizes one another. I think that's that's going to be a tough game, but let's, you're let's right. wrap you're up right with your guys' thoughts on those two games, on the two Oklahoma schools. Um, they'll beat Oklahoma at home. They'll lose to stay on the road. That's what I have, too. I'm a, I'm a flip-flop. A flip-flop? Any, I'm not a shoe. Hey, are you just – any reason to your uh, – I'll be honest. It's less sanity. of me thinking we can beat, beat Oklahoma State and more of me thinking that's, that Oklahoma game is going to be tough. Bottom line, I'm happy with one win. I'm not. I, th- I think BYU one and needs, one in the Oklahoma needs to split games. those. Needs to split those. Yeah. I think that will really determine, like, a bowl game. Eight and four, like, seven, five, six, and six. I have a seven and five. I think seven five. That's a great first year in the Big Twelve. Yeah, eight and four is kind of like my ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then obviously BYU could go three and nine. I think that one of the big factors to think about at the end of the the season too is who's playing for one of the top two spots, who's playing for a Big 12 championship game, right? Like, if Kansas State and, I mean, we're not playing them, but Iowa State and Oklahoma State are, are vying for that, like, and we're just looking to be bowl eligible, you know, that's not a run-through kind of game. Uh, that, that'll that have a big, big influence on it. But, but looking at the schedule, I think last year it was like, it was like, well, hopefully we're a bowl team next year. With the with the transfer portal guys that we got getting uh, bringing in a very good freshman class, um, looking at the schedule, um, of course it's too easy to tell. New but defensive like, I, coordinator, I, yes, new mm-hmm. DC. I and see, staff. yeah, new defensive staff. That that's honestly the biggest thing. I, I I thought that in my mind, but I didn't say all that. But like six to seven wins looks way more reasonable than it did in the middle of last season when we were losing to the. That's a great point. With any prediction or, or thought, yeah. like you have to change your thoughts as new information comes, as new recruits yeah. come, as as a couple games in the season start to play. Um, it's okay to change your mind as as, yeah. as things change. Yeah, new information though, like over the past six months, has me feeling a little more positive. Because we have Keaton Slovis. I mean, BYU's not going to lose a single game. Exactly. We're looking at Joe Burrow 2019 type of run here. <laughs> Not that I saw like the any best of that. Yo, you said you said using your class. Are you like? Is he listening? Are you trying to like get his homework? Or <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. No. I, I believe in hey, him too. I believe in him too. Keaton and I are boys. We're boys. It's gonna come on a uh, universe sports talk. If uh, 
the BYU football media people decide to stop hating my goats. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we we did reach out to Keaton Slovis, um, and we got he'll I, hold off for. Uh, we, we got we got a, uh, his manager. Oh, did uh, you email the, <laughs> the uh, dude in the bio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they said that they'll hold off and wait until before the season. Um, <laughs> as as did as you gotta, did, you gotta plug the fact that you're big in Belgium. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I, I said thirty plus different countries, even though it wasn't true at the time, but now it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I knew it was going to be. Um, but Slums is a good dude. I'm I'm really happy that he's at BYU. Like, I mean, he's yeah. just solid quarterback, good dude. Like, I like that BYU is like. It's, it's a good look. It's a good look because, like, Keaton Slovis is, like, low-key a household name in college football. And, like, yeah, yeah, when is. you can get guys like Keaton Slovis to BYU who have, like, had it, like, it's one of those things, like, when you see guys, like, not that a Caleb Williams will ever come to BYU, but, like, when a big-time name enters the transfer portal like quarterback, BYU is going to be a destination now because they've put guys in the NFL. QBU. QBU, like. And RBU. Drew Pine wanted to come. Drew Pine was, like, BYU had to tell Drew Pine No. And you yeah. can't start imagine, 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 who, imagine who beat BYU, by the way. We we had our really? choice of power five starting quarterbacks at our household names. Actually, Notre Dame's an independence. Mm. They're power five for my for my And we won't have to deal with that anymore as BYU. But, uh, but also, so. one, one other thing that needs to be mentioned is getting a four-star, like depending on the service, three to four-star non-LDS running back. Like that... A four-star running back from Texas doesn't happen in the independent era. Who, Robbins or Martin? I was talking L.J. Martin, but Aiden Robbins. Well, is, Aiden Robbins is, is like great too. See, Aiden Robbins could have been drafted this year. He could have. So so could have. Yes, scouts talking him this year too. to get drafted. Yeah, and he's going to come and start at BYU as what should be an NFL back. Yep, that's kind of scary. Yeah, I, I'm just man, good vibes. Right y'all, now. y'all are just talking into. Y'all are, are convincing me that I'm actually not as delusional as I think. You know, as, you know what this next year is going to be, I think? This year is going to be the 2016 season. First year with Kalani. You're going to have a ton of talent. You're going to have a Taysom, a Jamal, a Fred Warner. Like, and close losses. And you're going to have a bunch of – you're going to be 8-4, and four, and you're going to be way better than your record suggests, but you're going to have a bunch of just dumb losses. Like, that's that's my – Yeah. Because, like, when you look at the talent on this team, like, there's a bunch of NBA – I got NBA Young Boys. <laughs> there's cer- there's cer- NBA Young Boys getting baptized. <laughs> there's certainly no NBA talent here. But, uh, <laughs> no, there never will be, you know. But, uh, no. but like, there's so much NFL talent potentially on this team. Yeah. Uh, the offensive line is stacked. Uh, Max Tooley, uh, Keenan Slovis, Aiden Robbins, Isaac Rex. Like, there's NFL guys on this roster. And we're, like, five Our years from now. offensive line always seems to develop – NFL type Kingsley. And yes. the, the, the thing is, like, we're not going to be looking at this team as like a oh, what could have been, like, because that's literally what the 2016 team was. Because like, if that team goes 11 and one or 12 and 0, which is like they're three plays away from essentially, like, that's a New Year's Six team, maybe a playoff team. Like, I, it just depends on what else happens, you know. Yeah. And you look at this, like, we won't be talking about this year's team in that way if they go eight and four with like a bunch of NFL guys, because. We'll make like BYU's gonna make a bowl game that's like attractive enough that it, we're not gonna be second guessing what bowl game they're going to. All right, and it's, it's not like oh we're playing a strange part. This sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, something that's so great about the Big Twelve uh, from a football aspect is that we could go eleven and one or ten and two in Independence, 
and we will get a better bowl game going six and six in the Big Twelve. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and we'll play a better opponent. We'll play on a better day. That's not like Christmas Eve or, <laughs> or in Shreveport, like the, as the first game or like the New Mexico Bowl. Or, uh, sure. You know, and like we'll, we'll we'll play like a fun. It'll be like a. I'd rather be six and six playing some bowl game against like Purdue. You know, that's like an eight and four Purdue team or like a. Yeah. Maryland, even or like even Florida State, you know, just kind of yeah. bigger name schools. Yeah, the the other teams' team fans will get up for it too. Yeah, no, and it'll be fun to play in like a, a bowl that means something. And then, like, we haven't even tapped into like basketball because oh, obviously, obviously, to, like, well, and, and we won't right I, now because yeah. we're Grant from Barstool here, uh, yeah. basketball expert. <laughs> yeah, we won't, we'll, we'll maybe get to basketball another day as far as Big 12 and even. I can't even think about BYU basketball right now because they just find ways to just destroy my heart. On a a basketball standpoint, I have an announcement to make. I will be in the rock section tomorrow for the first time in almost four years. And those BYU comms guys finally take your credentials? No, no, no. We're happy to have you, but what happened? Hey, I'm just – just trying new things, you know? Yeah. It's been a a while, and I'm kind of burnt out on a – I'm, I'm burnt out a little, and so I feel like going to the Rock might be a good like medicine. I don't know, dude. That's sick. Nice. It'll, it'll be a good time. I'm yeah, excited. Good to have you. And we play LMU, right? LMU. I mean, that's, that's not an easy game by any means. Oh no. Let's and so, and Providence is down two with seven seconds left with the ball, and, and one. Oh, but it's out on Xavier. Out on Xavier. Is Bill nine. Murray's son still like an assistant coach at Xavier? Do you remember when that was a thing? <laughs> I remember that being a thing. No, like I'm probably not because there's like a, there's... every every it was like the March Madness like every year it would be a Xavier game like like this toward the end and you just see Bill Murray in like Xavier gear it's like yeah Bill Murray's son is an assistant coach like why are you now bringing this up this is like this is tip off material yeah no. but something something I will say is BYU I whatever BYU's ten and fifteen in the Big Twelve. But yeah, we still have a home game against Kansas. I get up for that. Oh, oh. missed three pointer at the buzzer. That was a Xavier Xavier close Chase. shot. Oh, wow. oh, I love the Big East. <laughs> the Big East is weird this year. Wow. Shut up. But, <laughs> all right, I, I like it too. Don't get me wrong. But anyway, um, I think that just about wraps this up. Uh, I'm yeah. sure this won't be the last time we. We get together here, but this is the Manhattan Project right here. This is, <laughs> this is drop, dropping bombs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be sure to follow these guys on Twitter: uh, Grant Nielsen, Jackson Payne. Be sure to give the Daily Universe and Daily Sports Talk. Is that it? Daily Sports Talk. Universe Sports Talk. Universe Sports Talk. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Listen as well. Um, and yeah, anything else, boys? Last thing. Jackson said uh, he thought Tanner Mangum threw for 89 yards in that miraculous victory over Wisconsin. Uh, it was 89 yards. He nailed it right on the I think he, oh, photographic uh, memory. Oh, Ben, Ty- Ben had it. Tyler had was it. it Ben or Tyler? Who's Tyler? I, 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 I don't like want to take the wind out. Props to the host. My oh, bad, my bad. I did. Let me get I did out that he threw for like under 100 yards. Yeah, we did. That was like sack, third of the sack, third of the sack. Can I guess his like passing like stat line? Please. So 89 yards, no touchdowns, obviously, no picks. He fell with the only touchdown. He threw, pass, I, bet, I guess he went 13 for 25. 12 for 22, pretty good. Wow, hey. wow. And Squally Canada did something. That was yeah. his best game as well as a kicker. <laughs> um, 
But, boys, till next time. Hey, the church is true because NBA young boys join. Shout out NBA young boy. Maybe we'll get him on. Yeah, bring him on the club. <laughs> Once he gets okay, off right, house so arrest. Everyone everyone needs a, needs an assignment. So right? NBA young boy is going to get, yeah, exactly. get a mission president interview because he's done crimes. <laughs> true. <laughs> shout <laughs> out. Shout out. Might be, it might be first president. <laughs> if y'all, y'all want to know how this works, shoot us a message and we'll, we'll send some. Yeah. We'll send some Paris, Belgium missionaries to we'll, you. We'll, we'll send, we'll we'll, send we'll, two, we have two of our friends. Yeah, two of our friends well, will come. They have the same name. They could be guys or they could be... <laughs> Give me uh, so <laughs> we, got, we got shooters across the world. It don't matter. Facebook thoughty shotties. <laughs> All right, we'll leave on that though. Good stuff. Till next time. <laughs>